Hello, ghouls. Welcome to Brave the Basement. I'm your host, the ghoul that rules. And I'm Black One Jack, too. If you enjoy getting a little scared, ghost stories, haunted houses, a believer in the supernatural, or maybe even a skeptic wanting to look at things from a different perspective, then this is the show for you. So today, I'm going to tell you a story about the trail uh, that leads to a cemetery that was right by my grandma's house. But before we get into that, uh, we got a shout out and a Brave the Basement update. If you are a fan of creepy stories, unsolved mysteries, and unexplainable events, do I have a podcast for you? Creepy Unsolved Podcast is your source for these types of stories, covering everything from Bigfoot to close encounters with serial killers. In upcoming episodes, Creepy Unsolved will release a series of episodes called How I Cheated Death, covering unbelievable survival stories. Creepy Unsolved has a YouTube channel as well, so be sure to check out the Creepy Unsolved podcast. So the Brave the Basement update that I have is a couple weeks ago we did an episode and we asked Uncle Junior if the person that I described in the haunted house across the street was the same man that was murdered. If I remember, I think I asked this question. Yeah. And Uncle Junior got a hold of me. And this is what he told me. He can't confirm that that was definitely the man that was murdered. But what he can confirm is he's also seen the same man that I described in that house looking out the window for years. Remember, this house was abandoned. It was empty. It was just an old abandoned home that no one lived in anymore. And for years, Junior's seen this mustache man looking out the window. And then we asked about the possibility of being that same man that my grandma always seen through the window. And he says he believes it is. That's creepy. So today I'm going to tell you a story uh, about what happened to me in the trails that were right there. Uh, if you if you listen really closely to uh, episode one and two, you'll notice that we talked about um, the trails a little bit and the bridge that you go across and that there's a cemetery. Um, so I'm going to tell you a little story about these trails. Uh, to get to the cemetery, the walk is not a long walk if you know where to go. The first thing you had to do is walk across the bridge that is over an old set of train tracks that has been shut down. Once across the bridge, you will see a trail leading you into the woods. As you walk along, you will see other trails that will lead you off to different sections of the park. As long as you stayed on the left side, it will lead you to the cemetery. When I was in 8th grade, I dated a girl that lived on the other side of those trails. All I had to do was take the last right on the trail before the cemetery. One night while sneaking out of my house to see my girlfriend, I headed into the trails. I was moving kind of fast because I was out past curfew and didn't want to get me caught. As I was heading down the trail, I heard a noise like someone was walking behind me. I stopped dead in my tracks to see if anyone was there. When I turned around, I didn't see anybody. I stood there for a moment and just listened. I didn't hear anything, so I proceeded to walk. 
Soon as I took a few steps, I heard this noise again. It sounded like twigs breaking. I started to wonder if I was being stalked by some wild animal. At this point, I was walking backwards a few steps and heard the noise again. It was right in front of me, but too far away for me to see what it was in the dark. They were just outside of my sight. I stopped and said, I know you're there, coming out, and nothing. I started to take a few more steps back while looking as hard as I could through the dark of the night. I couldn't see anything. Suddenly, I felt a cold hand touch my shoulder from behind me. I spun around to see who touched me. Nobody was there. As I kept looking for whomever this was, I felt the touch again. I took off running towards my girlfriend's house as fast as I could. Once I reached a clearing that led to the road, I stopped to catch my breath. It was then I realized that I ran the wrong way. I should have ran back towards my house. Since I went towards her house, that meant that I had to go back through the trails on the way home, or I would risk getting caught by the police for breaking curfew. I went to my girlfriend's house and tapped on her bedroom window. She opened up and I told her what happened. She laughed at the idea of me having to go back through those trails again alone in the dark. After listening to her laugh at me, I told her I better head back and try to get through the trails as fast as I could. She told me to call she told me to call her once I got back home. I walked back to the entrance of the trail and stood there debating whether or not to go back in. I took a deep breath and started running as fast as I possibly could. As I ran, I could hear the sound of leaves being moved and twigs breaking. I never stopped and just kept running until I reached my house. First mistake. First mistake. You go to a trail to see your girlfriend. That's number one. Haunted trails, that's your first mistake. Okay, so what was my second mistake then there, Blackjack? Going through the trails, the uh, middle of it, that, that's the second part. Oh, so mistake one and two, three, four, five, six, and seven. Three, the three is... Uh, oh, so there is a third <laughs> there's one. There's a okay. third one. Okay. That's that's uh, go to your girlfriend's house and not running the right way. I mean... Yeah, so it was pretty dumb on my part to take off running uh, one direction which would make me have to go back through the trails again, I definitely was not thinking. So to give a little, little context to this, uh, like a typical 8th grade boy who could go see his girlfriend at 2 o'clock in the morning just by walking through some wood, wood trails, uh, I decided to go for it. And I first started hearing these noises. And like I said, it just sounded like someone was there and, I stopped and I'd look and I'd listen and, and I didn't see anybody. And then no matter what I did, I, ke I kept hearing it. So then I started getting worried. I'm not even thinking ghosts. I'm not even thinking anything paranormal. I'm thinking, you know, are there coyotes around here? I mean, what's going on? Is it some wild animal? And then when I felt a cold, ice cold, like dead cold, hands touch my shoulder. And I turned around and nobody was there. And then from behind me again, feeling that hand touch me again, I was gone. Okay, so in one of the earlier episodes, you mentioned there was a grave uh, of the family. And I'm wondering if these are the same trails that you could take to the grave. Yeah, they're the same trails. So 
to to get to the road that I was talking about, you had to take the last right on these trails. Because if you pass that turn up, it would take you into the cemetery. So I was right by the cemetery. I just couldn't see it because it was dark. So maybe we can make a connection. If you think about it, if you think about it, ghost on trail next to cemetery does not add up, okay? There's a connection. So you think that this might be like what uh, Uncle Junior was explaining because he said that he was seeing these people coming from those trails coming across the bridge. Definitely, definitely. It, uh, did he say if they're like old-fashioned or or anything? Yeah, yeah, if you remember, it's been a while, but uh, he said they were dressed in old-fashioned clothes. Now, I didn't see anybody. I just heard somebody was there. And then I was touched. So what what I want everyone to picture about this is I'm looking one way, asking if anyone's there, and I feel someone touch my shoulder like they're standing behind me. So I turn around and face the other direction. Nobody's there, and then I get touched from behind again. So no matter which way I'm facing... You both. You get touched either way. Yeah, from from behind. That's what made this creepy. So, you know, the noises, I, I could easy, easily explain. It's, it's a raccoon or it's a squirrel. Or, but the touching sensation. The touching sensation and ice cold hands touching you is what really freaked me out. Because if it was somebody you think, you know, their hands would be warm. This was a summer night. This wasn't, you know, a, a winter night that I'm walking through these trails. And have you ever been to that cemetery, Blackjack? Uh, yes, I have. Okay, so since since you've been there, uh, the city's put in uh, pavement through through a lot of it, and they've cleared out a lot of the trails. I haven't been there recently, but I did not know they put a pavement. I I remember like years ago back, they would have the the original trails. Of the bike, uh, of the bike trails, uh, unless you're talking about the bike trails. So this was before the bike trails were even there. So this is before that because I know when you had the bike trails, there was this hill you can go up, and that's how I remember how you can get up uh, to the cemetery. Right, but you see, all that a lot of those woods was cut away when they put in those trails. So it's not paved all the way to the cemetery. What I mean is the the bike trails or the walking trails they cleared out a lot of that wooded area. Back at this time, when you would go through, it it was... It was all wood? Yeah, it was thick with woods. And when I say trail, I, I'm meaning a shoulder-width dirt trail that was made just simply by people walking. They made their own trail. This isn't something that the city come and cleared this section out. These are from people walking back and forth. And the next thing uh, I would like people to understand about the story... That was the shortest distance to get to her house was to go through those trails. And not get caught? Well, just the shortest distance, period. Oh, okay. Because otherwise, I would have to go away from her home a couple blocks and then cut over a couple blocks just to get into her neighborhood. And it was still eight, nine block walk from that point because there's no road leading you directly there. But the trails would take me straight to her road. So I was literally just cutting right through the middle of the, of the whole uh, path to get there by taking these trails. That's why I was in the trails to begin with. But when I ended up at her house, realizing, great, 
Gotta go back. Gotta go back. Through those trails. Told you. First mistake. You could have called. Could have called. Could have called it too. I mean, the phones were different back then and they didn't have texting or anything, but you know, you had to go brave. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm in eighth grade and my girlfriend <laughs> is a couple minute walk through through a wooded path. So away I went and buddy was I, I wasn't even looking. So a lot of times. You're looking for the ghost. I'm looking for the ghost. Uh, with the exception of, you know, a, a, a few things. A lot of my experiences because I went seeking them. I went trying to find them. I was looking for something supernatural. Uh, you know, like I said, with the exception of what happened to me the very first time in my grandma's house, that just happened to me. And this is one of the few things that just happened to me. Trying to find your girlfriend. Well, trying to go to the girlfriend's house, but totally get a whole different experience. So I was thinking about this earlier today, you know, looking at it. And so this is all in the same area of my grandma's house. Grandma's house is haunted. The house across the street it, from the, the house is not haunted. The area is haunted. Let's just say the neighborhood is haunted at this point. That's what I'm starting to wonder. So what about this particular part of town is making all these crazy things happen number one we had a shooting number two we have a grave site number three i don't have a number three <laughs> but <laughs> you was just on a roll there right? i was on the roll and number 37 is <laughs> i wear white socks that that's the reason why we have ghosts that's why we have ghosts ladies and gentlemen because black one jack two wears white socks i'm actually wearing white socks right now actually. i know that, that's why I, that's why i said oh, that okay how about pjs well if you want to wear pjs let me go ahead <laughs> i'm wearing a white socks i'm wearing a chicago white socks uh pullover so i guess we're just in the white socks right now yeah ghost hunting business but no i mean b back to that area though it is super strange and i was thinking about this that you would have two haunted houses right next to each other, a haunted trail, and a haunted cemetery, and all these stories from a lot of different people that's had a lot of different experiences in those two homes. Oh, and this just popped in my head. Kind of random, I know. Moody's Light. Okay. And I brought up in Moody's Light just talking about, you know, people having similar experiences. I was talking to a friend recently who uh, went to Moody's Light. And he spent the night in a cornfield as well because his car broke down. Maybe we can get an interview. Hint, hint. So now you have a similar experience at Moody's Light. You have similar experiences that happened in my grandma's house. It's all connected. It's all connected. You have experiences that, you know, the man that I seen in the haunted house across the street same man my Uncle Junior seen looking through the windows in an abandoned home. Um, the only thing we couldn't tie 100% that that was the man that was shot. Uh, Uncle Junior believes it was. He really he said he really believes it was, but he can't say for 100% certainty that it was. But I believe it was too. It just makes sense. Mm-hmm. He believes that that's the man that my grandma seen looking 
uh, through the window. So what, what you got to understand about that is my grandma's kitchen window faced that house. So when she would do the dishes and she would look up, she would be looking at the side of that house. And she would see the man. And she would see the man. Then on the right side, right, is the park, I'm guessing. Right. Yeah. Which the graveside would be. Yeah, and that would be if you're looking at her house. So if you're standing in front of her house to uh, to your left, the person looking, uh, would be that the haunted house across the street, I call it, or the White House. Didn't they say that used to have been uh, the underground, underground Railroad? Yeah, so the Underground Railroad ran right underneath there. It went right right uh, under the main street of the town, right to my grandma's house. Number three right there. Number three. So oh, so now so Blackjack's got it. Finally. He's got number one, two, three, White Sox, number 47, <laughs> 57, 10 million. And if you think about it. If you think about it, new merch. Or just you think about it. Oh. New merch, the the black. So if you if you pay attention to what Blackjack says, he says a couple things. Your first mistake. Your first mistake. Your second mistake may be going up to more. And, and if you think about it. If, if you, you think, think about it. Has it has to be repeated twice. If you think if you think about it. Maybe a little stutter, too. Oh, I, I never noticed how much I stuttered until I started recording this podcast. And I would listen to the playback and I'm like, I stutter a lot. Uh, I mean... I I was listening uh well when we first started I was listening to this and I was like oh my gosh I I was thinking it was going to be so bad but it's literally good and and then you hear all the stuttering you're like oh my gosh so now that we're getting away from ghosts we're going to go ahead and close this thing cuz I really can't talk about my stuttering anymore <laughs> you're making me feel sad about my own life don't worry cool who rules if you'd like to become a Brave the Basement ghoul, be sure to share this show on social media. Go to bravethebasement.weebly.com and sign up for our newsletter to get all the latest news and updates when each episode has been posted. If you have a ghost story you would like to share with us, you could reach us at bravethebasement at gmail.com. Your story can make it on the show and be featured on the website. You can also submit your story on Reddit under the subreddit Brave the Basement or in the YouTube comment section. If you have an eerie ghost photo you would like to share, please email us and include a description and your photo could be added to our photo gallery. And that brings us to the end. We hope that we brought you just a little fright. And remember when you were up late at night and you hear something in the other room that just doesn't seem right. It's okay if you need to turn on the light to protect yourself from things that go bump in the night. I'm your host, Ghoul the Rules. I'm your co-host, Blackwatch Act 2. And I hope you join us again. Until next time.